0: Even if you've heard it a hundred times, it bears repeating. Words have power. The only way that an idea can plant itself in one person and then spread and grow through other people until it becomes a strong institution like religion or political belief is through words. I've always been a fan of words and be it while I'm doing theatre or I was doing my bachelor's in literature or my eventual profession as an MC on stage and a TV presenter or even on my YouTube channel. Oh, hey, this podcast. Words are all I have. Because of the nature of my work, I get asked a lot about how I have a decent command over English or how I research and think about subjects the way I do. Now, some credit goes to the people I've met in my life, who've influenced me, and to whom I will be grateful to forever. But most credit goes to the books that I have read. So today I'm going to give you a sneak peek into my bookshelf and tell you about five books that changed me as a person. As a bonus, I will also include two books that will make anyone who reads them a smarter person. My name is freesia this is WAC, a podcast where no topic is off-bounds. And today I'm going to introduce you to some of my favourite friends' books. Let me tell you the first thing about collecting books, which some people in my house have not managed to learn at all till today. Do not lend books to friends. They might be the most Satyavadi, Harish Chandra type of people, but lending books is like putting socks in a washing machine. They just tend to go missing. My current book collection should be at least two times bigger. I'm a huge fan of Murakami, Ruskin Bond, Roald Dahl, and I've read most, if not all, of their works. But today I want to show you other gems. Perhaps one day I will do an episode on the authors that I have just mentioned. But today is reserved for the creme de la creme, so in no order of preference, here are 5 books that I would recommend that you read. In case you didn't know, I am a Parsi. But despite being born to fairly religious parents, I've always felt a calling towards a spiritual side. And I love doing things like yoga, meditation, and reading religious as well as philosophical books. I attempted reading the Bhagavad Gita a couple of times and I kept giving up just because how heavy and boring it felt, at least to me. Until one day, I came across Bibek Deb Roy's translation of it. Now, For those of you who don't know, when you read the Bhagavad Gita in English, you are reading somebody else's translation and along with it, their interpretation of the original Sanskrit text. Bibek Deb Roy has written it in a modern and very easy to understand English. Also, he's avoided coming across as overtly religious. And after reading this book, I was not converted to Hinduism or anything like that. But there is so much wisdom, I mean, both cosmic as well as personal, that anyone on this planet trying to find the meaning of life will get a lot from the Bhagavad Gita even if you don't believe that the Mahabharata was historically accurate. That said, I would like to introduce to you my next spiritual influence in life. Unfortunately, today when people hear the name Osho, all that they can talk about is Wild Wild West. Or perhaps, you know that recording of him joking about the word fuck? If you've never heard it, then why don't you take a listen? It can be used as a verb, both transitive John fucked Mary and intransitive Mary was fucked by John, and as a noun, Mary is a fine fuck. But judging Osho on these things is a mistake. Yes, Osho did not stop his disciples from any activity that they wanted to do, whether it was sex, drugs and rock and roll. But behind that freedom, there was a wisdom. And I am yet to find that in other thinkers and philosophers. If you can look past the propaganda, not be judgmental, and open your mind, I recommend picking up any book and giving it a shot. From my collection, I chose the book of understanding. For the uninitiated, it's a great place to start. This is a man who is capable of being hilarious as well as silly in one breath and then deeply profound in the next. You should give him a shot. In the opening, I did say that words have power and maybe you will not understand how serious I am about this point but there is a reason that spelling and casting a spell both are referring to words. What we say has a way of manifesting into reality. If you know how, it needs to be said. So now I'd like to take you into the magical side of things. Usually if I like an author, I end up reading most of their work and today I have read everything by Neil Gaiman. But the first book which I read, which was one of his shortest books, is called Ocean at the End of the Lane. I recommend this book to people who say that they simply cannot read because they don't have the patience or the practice of reading. On one layer, it is a simple and sweet story about a boy and a girl. While on the other layer, it talks about concepts that are so mystical that they almost take years of paying attention to the occult and mother nature to understand. Depending on where you are, you will definitely take away your own meaning. But I guarantee you're going to have a blast doing so. You probably have even heard of TV shows and movies that are based on his work like Good Omen, American Gods, Stardust, and Caroline or maybe even his graphic novels like Sandman and Lucifer. The man is a genre in himself. Instead of calling it science fiction or fantasy or magical, I just think it's simpler to call it a Neil Gaiman book. Other avid readers will definitely understand what I mean. So here's a really cool side note about the man. In 2019, when all of us were catching flights while Neil Gaiman was travelling the Americas, before he would catch a flight, he would go to the airport's bookshop and sign 10-15 to copies. Then he would go onto his Instagram and write about the shop as well as the airport details and by the time he would land in his next destination, of course the books were all sold out. A good author is called a wordsmith because they have this way of working with words that make seemingly simple sentences reflect this kind of beauty that a normal person just cannot bring out. So my next author is not a wordsmith, he's a wizard with words and his name is Tom Robbins. And the book I wanted to recommend is called Another Roadside Attraction. But as I mentioned earlier, I gave it to a friend and the rest is history. So instead, I'm going to talk about another masterpiece of his that is called As Skinny Legs and All. Now do yourself a favor, after this episode, just go to Google and type Tom Robbins quotes. We've even linked them in the show description. And see what comes up. This man can weave history, and science and religion into some kind of psychedelic tapestry whose beauty is unmatched as far as I am concerned. There will be magical creatures sharing the page with historical figures discussing cosmic events and all of this will be done in a way that will make you just giggle and it just blows your mind. He is someone that I would recommend only to avid readers, so if you are a beginner, I would suggest that you avoid this one, unless of course you feel like challenging yourself. And if you do, keep a dictionary nearby. This book reveals secrets about man and his purpose. It teaches you about the history of Abrahamic faiths and dissects the meaning of art while telling you about a man and woman driving through America in a truck in the shape of a turkey while a sock, yes, you're, you're, you're hearing this correctly, a sock, a stick and a conch shell and a can of soup take a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. How does all of this happen in one book? Well, you see, that's why I called him a wizard. I just strongly recommend that you experience his magic. Now let's change gears to more earthly pleasures with the next book that I think all of you should read Anthony Bourdain's No Reservation Everyone recognises him as that chef on TV with the best job in the world travelling and eating awesome food for free all while getting paid He was so popular that he managed to get Barack Obama, while he was the president, to come and have dinner with him at a roadside stall in Vietnam. That he took his own life, it put him in the same league as Robin Williams or Philip Seymour Hoffman, Chris Cornell and others who seemingly had everything, but they lost the battle to depression. What people don't know is that before he was a presenter, he was a best-selling author. And this is that book that changed his life. Frankly, you know what, it changed mine a little too. After reading this book, I cannot go to a restaurant and sit at the same table with people who are rude to waiters. Before, I would get offended morally, but later, I got terrified about the waiter's revenge. Do waiters spit in the food in front of people who are rude to them? Yes. Should you not order fish on a Monday in a restaurant? Yes. Should you not take recommendations from a server that you do not know and trust? Absolutely yes. There are lots of secrets to the trade of hospitality that this book reveals. In his dry and very witty style, This is a book that I recommend every time when someone says that they want to give up their job and open a bar. Bourdain's style of writing is exactly like his style of presenting on TV. He's honest and he's enduring. And with that ends my top five from my collection. There are two books that I really wanted to include in my top five, but I feel like you might have just heard of them if not read them. So a really quick shout out to Bill Bryson's A Short History of Nearly Everything and Yuval Noval Harari's Sapiens. These books are more popular than the ones that I have mentioned. But there is more information in both of them than my 8th, 9th and 10th standard syllabus put together. So if you haven't read them and you want to be a smarter person, then God promise, mother swear, I just do it now. If you have read any of the books that I have mentioned, I would love to hear your thoughts. You can always reach out to me on any of my social media handles that are mentioned in the description below. Also, you can definitely watch the video version of this podcast. All you need to do is log on to my YouTube channel. Until next time, I'll catch you again very soon. Ciao. Thank you for listening to this episode of WAC. To make sure that you don't miss out on a new episode, subscribe to and follow the show on this app right now.